It's Thursday, May 20th. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. With me today, Mr. Bill Mann. Good to see you, my friend. How are you, Chris? Thanks for having me on. I am better for the sight of you. Uh, we are going to talk retail. We're going to talk space, outer space specifically. Um, can we talk about Bitcoin, which which we almost never do on this show? But I, I, Bitcoin fell thirty percent on Wednesday, and it did, a, it did a thing. And I'm not a currency investor, but I don't recall the euro or the U.S. dollar ever falling thirty percent in a single day. Um, yeah, I think we talked on uh, about Coinbase on this show when it went public, and uh, it's it's down about thirty percent from its IPO. And I remember thinking at the time, and maybe I even said at the time, that Coinbase seems like an easier way to invest in Bitcoin if you're so inclined, because it's a platform. But I, it, it, take this in any direction you want. But I, I am curious what. <laughs> went through your mind when you saw uh, one little part of the financial world on fire yesterday i mean it's a bigger part than that i mean you're talking about you're talking about hundreds of billions of dollars of notional value that were wiped off the you know were the, that were eliminated yesterday and a lot of people have pointed to Elon Musk coming out and saying that uh, that Tesla was no longer going to be accepting bitcoin for environmental reasons and i and and i by the way here's my prejudices i side with Elon Musk on this but you know whatever it's 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 an asset that's out there Giving him credit for that, it would be the same way as remember that Volkswagen commercial where the kid thinks he's using the force to start the car. That's yes. Elon Musk, right? Like the the person who's actually hitting the button is China, and China decided this last week uh, they announced that they are no longer going to be allowing cryptocurrencies as a mode of exchange, and that's a big deal. That is a big, big deal, much bigger than Elon Musk doing the force thing um yeah so there are huge questions about what you know what bitcoin is whether it is a store of value i suspect that it's a store of value in the same way that art and baseball cards are a store of value like right there's there's just not as much behind it as we think and it is definitely not a currency i mean there's just simply not you know it you cannot tell me that you know that something that moves that much is a va- is a valid currency that is Zimbabwe dollar level of volatility, and that's not good. And no, that's definitely not good. Do you think because I was one of those people, and I was not alone, um, who when Musk came out and made the announcement, Bitcoin uh, uh, is not going to be accepted at Tesla, yeah, as payment for our vehicles because of the environment. I don't. I just sort of looked at that and I thought, well, where were you two months ago? Like, you, you, you knew that before, right? Yeah. Didn't you know that before? I mean, he's a smart guy. You know, I think it's actually a superpower of. I mean, it is really hard, and we know this, Chris, to change your mind in public, right? It's really True. hard to do, and you can see Elon Musk has had a pretty significant blowback from the Bitcoin true believers. Uh, you know, people saying they were going to short Tesla or show up and just like some really weird stuff. It's hard to do. But yes, I do think that there was a little bit of, you know, there was a little bit of, um, 
kind of rear, you know, rear guard kind of figuring out things that I would have thought that someone who set out to do some big things, including helping the environment, would have researched before jumping on the Bitcoin bandwagon. Let's move on to some earnings. Uh, shares of, uh, and this isn't earnings, but we'll get to earnings. Um, shares of Virgin Galactic up 13% this morning after the space tourism company announced that its next spaceflight test is going to be on Saturday. Virgin Galactic is aiming to start commercial flights next year. Yeah. Um, I, I have a couple of questions. I guess my first is... Um, is Can this... I anticipate your next question? <laughs> Go for it. Next Saturday? Like that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it seems like the more prep would need to go into it. Seems like that. more prep would be involved. Um, is, is this an industry that, that interests you as an investor? I am a shareholder in Virgin Space, or to make it fancy, call it Virgin Space. You know, we'll go Italian. Um, but it is a revenueless company. This is by far the highest risk company in my portfolio because every bit of what you are betting on has yet to happen and may never happen in the way that they think it's going to. This isn't even competitive. This is this is taking tourists to space amongst other aims that they wish to do. So, yes, every every single event like this saying we're actually going to test a you know, we're going to test a rocket is big big news for Virgin Galactic. You have to keep in mind when you're talking about companies, and you and and there's a whole host of them, companies that either don't really have operations, don't have revenues, or don't have earnings. One of the adventures that you're signing up for as an investor is that you are going to be, you're gonna you're gonna feel whipsawed, right? Things like this are going to make the stock move a lot in the way that they will never do if you're a shareholder of a company like Walmart. I mean, what's Walmart going to say that's going to cause the stock to move as much as Virgin Galactic has or does? So it's part of the it's part of the adventure. Obviously, I think this is great news for them. It's great news for for us as shareholders. You would hope they'd be putting things up into space at some point since that's what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and yeah, the fact that they are saying now that they're doing it next week, and that's so interesting to me. I mean, it's just, like I know that's not great, great radio. Hey, this is interesting. <laughs> Terrible word. But nine days later, they're going to put a rocket up. I thought that took months. Uh, yeah, and also the idea that hey, we're still testing the flights, but we're looking to be commercial next year. Yeah, it's like um, okay. And, and and I guess to me, the larger – look, there is absolutely a, an opportunity for business in outer space. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know, though, what form it takes because part of me looks at Virgin Galactic and you can put, you know, Bezos in there with Blue Origin and SpaceX. You know, all of these commercial flights to space, part of me looks at them and says, I'm not interested – in commercial uh, flights on Earth, that's not historically a great profitable 
right. money <laughs> money churning machine uh, for investors. So if I'm not going to invest in Delta Airlines, tell me why I should be investing in Virgin Galactic. What was it that Warren Buffett said? If you you know as an investor, he would have done the world a favor if someone had shot down the Wright brothers' plane. Yes, right? like yes, that that is absolutely positively true. And here is something else that's absolutely positively true about Virgin Galactic and anyone else who who thinks they're about to, you know, who is trying to put something up into space. It's going to require a lot more capital. They are going to be raising more money. Again, it's, you know, it's 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 one of those adventures for me of all of the stocks in my portfolio. This is the one that I have circled around it and have in, you know, in red letters that flash could be a zero. But I, I, I am so excited about what they are doing. I'm willing to have a small amount of my portfolio in that kind of speculation. And so for me, this is this is this is exciting. And also, you know, Chris, I expected this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is a plan. Absolutely. So. <laughs> um, before we get to actual retail, just a reminder: as always, if you're looking for more stock ideas, you can check out Stock Advisor, which is our flagship service. You get stock recommendations, you get Best Buys now. You get a lot. You get a lot if you're a Stock Advisor member for not a lot of money. Um, you can go to stockideas.fool.com. You get a 50% discount for being one of the dozens of listeners. Again, stockideas.fool.com. Strong first quarter for L Brands. Uh, revenue was higher than expected. Same store sales at Bath and Body Works was up sixteen percent. Same same store sales at Victoria's Secret up twenty five percent. And you know we were talking on the show earlier in the week about Walmart and Target. And you know this is a nice reminder that it's not just the general retailers that are doing well right now. People are buying some bras and some scented candles. Apparently, and some scented candles. Yeah, uh, um, a really good quarter. For L Brands, I mean, obviously, when you look at what they did this year versus last year, it's almost not comparable because they are primi- primarily mall driven. They are also, I mean, they they, they do some business uh, on, online, but a lot of their stuff is you know is 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 fitted. So they very much were impacted by the you know the retail apocalypse of the first half of 2020 i think some of what's happening here is is people are now preparing to go back out into the world right we're beginning to see people who have put off these exact kind of purchases are now you know, you're not living at your home necessarily in sweatpants every day anymore. You, you know, we here in the U.S. are lucky enough to be able to uh, start getting out and about. And so, a lot of this trade, I think, is is people who are who have put off delayed purchases. They're coming back to to make them now. It was a really good quarter for them. But Chris, it also speaks to. In 2020, one of the most obvious statements, and whenever you hear an obvious statement in, in in investing, you have to assume that it's priced in, was that retail was dead, that coronavirus was going to be the end of retail. And we're not going to have enough time to talk about all of these, but Walmart turned in unbelievable earnings. Kohl's turned in unbelievable earnings. Costco is crushing it. L Brands, and as you said, is much more is it's it's a much more of a specialty retailer is crushing it. These are all doing very very well. 
And I don't think that in 2020, if you were to say, hey, L Brands is going to be up 68% in the first half of 2021, that that was something that many people would have bought. I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, you can look at the stock being down four or five percent today. But as you said, you know, it's not just. Look, there are so many businesses that if you time the one year chart correctly to late March or sometime in April, then yes, the one year chart looks amazing. But L Brands chart looks amazing, even if you're just going back six months. Um, so it's had this tremendous run up. I'm, I, I'm, I, I've said this a couple times this week um, in reference to guidance that, you know, we've seen some companies come out and they, they put up good numbers, but they're not offering guidance. So the stock gets ding. And I, 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 I've said for a while now, I think this is the quarter where people stop getting the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, if they're not offering guidance, L Brands is not offering guidance. But to me, it's perfectly valid why they are not doing that. It's because they're spinning off Victoria's Secret. Uh, I believe they are aiming to do that by August. So yeah. makes perfect sense. My expectation is that you know once that happens, the you know the guidance will come back, and it'll be really interesting to see what Bath and Body Works does on its own because this for a few years now. The story of L Brands has been, you know, for all the jokes that we've made about scented candles, the story of this business has been <laughs> Bath and Body Works is getting it done. That's the business that's getting it done. So it'll be interesting to see what it does as a standalone company. And and, and Chris, you very much have been on top of this. And it is easy No, I and I, I I'm 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 saying this straight up. You actually have been on top of Bath and Body Works doing much better as a brand and much better as a component of L Brands than people really would think, right? In, a, in, in It feels like an old line retailer. They've done a really good job managing inventory. They've done a really good job with their stores. And those investments that they, that, that, that they made are, I mean, you could see it now, are really paying off. It has also... Uh, changed my perception of what I should be paying for a candle. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get back to the candles because it's important. I I was just going to say, a couple of months ago, I went into um, a Total Wine and was getting a couple of things and I saw sort of a medium-sized candle and it was I don't know. It was wine scented. It was, I don't know what it was. It was like Cabernet, whatever. Yesterday's beer scented, right? yeah. (laughs) Yeah, stale beer. You know what? There are people who would buy a stale beer candle. No, but I I, I, I picked it up. I looked at it. And I thought, oh, okay. And when I flipped it over, I looked at the price. I just thought, no, that's crazy. That's that's way too much for a candle this size. It needs to be half this price. Say what you want about Bath and Body Works, but you know, yeah, you'll 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 pay twenty five dollars for a candle. It's a big candle. It's gonna last you a long time. I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something that may be a little bit personal, but candles like having the scent in this house. Where we've been locked up for the last year, having things like that has have been slightly joy making. Like it's oh, made yeah. us a little bit, a little bit happier, a little more relaxed. So yes, candle people getting it done way beyond just what the inputs are, and yeah, they are expensive. Well, and to to go back, you know, because we we started this show with cryptocurrency, we're ending with you know, as I think you referred to it as just sort of like an old you know an old world type of business. But <laughs> but to me, that's that's one of the great things about investing. 
It's like, you know, I I was saying to someone the other day, I think I need to buy a few shares of Sherwin-Williams. Like when I I was thinking of the conversation I had with Matt Argusinger about housing and, you know, how he, and he's one of the smartest people I know about housing. And he was sort of laying out this case for this is, you know, this is why we're going to see this overheated market for a while now. And, uh, you know, Sherwin-Williams... for me, the thesis all boils down to nobody buys a house and says, all these colors are great. I'm <laughs> That's not, right. <laughs> I'm not changing a single one inside or out. It's like, no, you're and, always, yes. always going to pay. And these shoe marks on the wall, I don't know how that happened. We got to sort that out. I don't know if they, you know, if they had uh, had spaghetti explode, but we got to fix that. But yes, Sherwin-Williams does, in fact, cover everything. Bill, man, great talking to you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me on, Chris. It's been fun. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about in The Motley Fool, may have formal recommendations for or against, so don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Foolery. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Monday. <laughs>